Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today End of Day Report. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday the 6th of May and for the day we closed down 2.16% to be precise, 159.1 points, 7,205.6. We had an open, not that it makes much difference, 7,333.6 but we had a high of 7,334.8, which was pretty much on the opening rotation. We had a low of 7,161.4. For the week, the ASX 200 is down 3.1%. Now, putting that into perspective, for the week, the US markets are unchanged. For the week, our all-tech index is down 7.3%. For the week, the NASDAQ is down, I think it's 17 points. So again, unchanged. So we have really fallen foul of that US volatility at the moment. So we did see our market rally off its lows, but certainly it wasn't convincing and it certainly wasn't making any brave calls ahead of the non-farm payroll number tonight, uh, which is predicted to be 391,000 new jobs, 3.5%. I'm not sure whether we want a good number or a bad number, but we should expect some volatility. In our market, though, today, we did see all sectors smashed, uh, although some smashed more than others. Uh, The banking sector was less uh, whacked than others, but it was still down, down around 1.2%, with the big bank basket falling back to 184.61. NABs fell 2%. We had Westpac down 0.8%. ANZ only falling 0.6, CBA down 1.3%. Big faller in the financials today was Macquarie Bank, which fell 7.8% after their pretty impressive set of numbers, I have to say. Uh, Very impressive set of numbers, but they did point out that uh, things were somewhat uncertain. Cautious outlook, no guidance. They did play down the future, which is what they tend to do. But some really impressive numbers coming out of the Commodities and Global Markets Division, which is just absolutely making a mozza. So that one uh, very much in focus today. Insurers not doing too badly either today. Suncorp was down 1.2, but QBE only fell 4 points or 4 cents or 0.32 of a percent. And we also saw IAG only falling 0.6 of a percent. So the insurers spared today. The ASX was down 1.2%. GQG Partners Fund Manager down 2.7%. And we had Magellan down 1.8%, back down to $17.25. In the rest of the industrials, we had healthcare under a bit of pressure. CSL were down nearly 3%, 2.9%. That was 11.6 index points. We also saw Cochlear tumble down 4.2%. Sonic down 1.5 and Ramsey down 1.9%. A little bit of positivity in Fisher and Paykel, but they have been under the cosh for such a long time, up 2.3%. FPH is the stock code there. In other industrials, Aristocrat continue their fall from grace, down 4.1%. Tabcorp fell 2.7%. IDP Education had a shocking day today, down 8.2%. We also saw losses in Qantas down 2.7, Transurban coming back to earth after a pretty good week uh, down 2.9% and 
we had REITs, the REIT sector, GMG, real estates. Uh, Poster Child was down 4.7%, with Centre Group down 3.1% today. Tech stocks savaged. We did see that all tech index down 4.7% today. Computer share down 2.6%. Wise tech down 5.6%. Zero. Heading towards zero, the way this one's going, down 9.1% today. It's hip to be square. Block only fell 1.8% after a volatile session in the US markets. Looking across at resources, well, unfortunately, they weren't spared either. We saw BHP down 1.4%, so not quite as bad as the rest of the index. Rio down 2.1%. We did see iron ore come off in Asian trade in Dalian Iron Ore futures down around 1.6%. I saw last Fortescue actually unchanged, and the gold stocks eased despite the fact that Aussie gold price was actually better. We saw Newcrest down 1.7, Northern Star down 2.5, and Evolution EVN down 3.3% today. In second liners as well, well off the lows in places, Linus was only down 3.2%. South 32 down nearly 3%, IGO down 3.8%, and Pilbara, which was um, down and out in Beverly Hills for a while, uh, closed only down 3.5%, did hit a low of 258, high of 273, closing at 273. So certainly some bounce back in some of those lithium and battery stocks there. Uh, Plenty of unwinding of risk today, though, in the corporate news side of things. We had News Corp reported, and News Corp not such a good performer today, down 7.8%. And coupled with News Corp, we also had REA Group reporting, as they are majority owned by News Corp, down 8.1% there. Macquarie, of course, we've talked about. Good numbers, bad reaction. Coronado as well, they fell today down 8.1% on the back of response to media speculation that they had been in talks with another party for a merger uh, that has now fallen through, no longer applicable. Uh, we had uh, oil better, oil stocks worse, down 1.4% for Woodside, Santos down 1.6% as well, and coal stocks coming off the boil today. Over in Asia, we had pretty mixed session. Chinese tech stocks in Hong Kong taking it very badly. Uh, there we had uh, Hong Kong off 3.6%, China down 2.6%, but Tokyo, uh, a better session there, up 0.6 of a percent, bucking the trend. They did have some inflation numbers out in Japan, which showed inflation increasing to 1.9%. So it might finally get over the 2% target that the Bank of Japan and the Japanese government have been trying to get to for about 50 years. The other, info, the other stuff happening today on the economic front, we had the RBA Statement of Monetary Policy, the SOMP, updates to inflation, jobs, etc. There, 10-year yields back up to 3.45%. In the major movers today, the winners are grinners. We saw Polynovo up 4.1% today couple of directors buying some shares, and they did have a CEO update yesterday. Still looking, it seems. Um, OFX are doing well today. They were up 2.5%. Brainchip also doing well, up 3.4%. They answered an ASX speeding ticket. Uh, please explain, a Pauline Hansen. And the Fisher & Paykel were up 2.3% today. A little bit of interest stirring in those. They have fallen a long way. 
Coles also doing well, up 1.0%, but a defensive buying there. And we had OMH, Orchestral Maneuvers, or OM Holdings, was up 1.7%. Losers today. In the naughty corner, there were so many in the naughty corner, and it seemed that 10% was the standard knock-it-off-the-share-price routine today. We had Temple and Webster down 10.9%, taking it hard. Obviously not uh, market not impressed with them taking on Bunnings in the DIY space or the fact that it's a tech stock. Paladin got walloped down 10.3% PDN. Ear unjustifiably so, I think, got walloped 9.6% today. Not sure why you would sell off Ear on a day like today, but such is life, as Ned Kelly would say. 360, Life 360 uh, fell 10%, so it's now Life uh, 330. Uh, zero down 9.1% today. Virgin Money, uh, not such Virgin Money today, down 8.5%. And IDP Education down 82 The list goes on of these big fallers today, but we'll call it quits there. In terms of positive sectors, well, nothing really. Uh, negative sectors, well, pretty much everything. Uh, we do have that non-farm payrolls number tonight. 391,000 is consensus. Not sure whether the market wants good or bad numbers. 3.5% unemployment, uh, that's a pre-pandemic low, uh, is the headline number you should be looking for. The big bank basket falling to 184.61 or 1.2%. The Alltech index today was down 4.7%, which is 7.3% for the week. The NASDAQ is actually unchanged for the week. Of course, we do have a day to go. But it just shows you, for all the volatility in the U.S., the U.S. markets have actually gone nowhere. Uh, Dalian Iron Ore futures down at 1.6%. Gold slightly higher in Aussie dollar terms, 26.43. Bitcoin lower, 36,392. The Aussie dollar trading at 71 cents. That's why the big uh, the Aussie gold price is slightly better because we have seen that Aussie fall out of bed. Uh, that is because the US dollar is firming as their rates increase. 10-year yields, 3.45%. Dow futures currently just waiting for it to uh, to flash up on CNBC. But S&P futures pretty much unchanged at the moment. Dow futures at the moment is up 11. And NASDAQ futures would be up a similar amount. So some stability. And European futures pointing to not quite such a devastating uh, market as we saw in the US. Stocks on the move today. We had uh, Polynovo up 4.05% direct to share purchasing. We had Brainchip up 3.4% after that speeding ticket. We also saw Calix falling 7.1%. Bit of profit taking creeping in. They had been a pretty big performer. And BOE, Boss Energy, Uranium down 5%. Uh, one institution ceasing to be a substantial shareholder. Coronado responding to media reports of a possible change in control, down 8.1%. Big shocker today was a company called Atomos, which was down 49.2% with a shock profit downgrade. It was only a week or so ago that institutions were being told that all was well. Apparently all was not well. It does beg some questions. 49.2% down. Poseidon Nickel also having a bit of a shocker today, down 7.8%. Satire continuing that sell-off. It's hard to believe this was the poster child of e-commerce with a business model that couldn't fail, down 9.6% today. Satire is now, CTT, is now 51.5 cents. 
at one stage in the madness back in November. It was $4.75. So that's a reverse 10-bagger. AGL put out uh, their demerger investor presentation, down 0.8%. And IPO of the day, Cresos Corp, which was a CSIRO spin-out IPO. Not the best day to float, it appears. C79. C79 is the stock code for that one. You probably won't want to remember that anyway. They were down 36% today. Not a great day to debut. Speculative stock of the day, there were none of any decent rises with any decent volume, as you can imagine, given today's events. In the news, though, today we had REA Group, quarter three EBITDA, 155 million versus a year ago, 123 million. The company benefited from strong Australian residential property market, really, with national listings up 8% for the quarter, driven by Melbourne, which was up 14%, Sydney up 6%. Macquarie Group was the big one this morning, full year profit rose 56% to $4.6 billion, and for the second half rose 31% to $2.7 billion year-on-year. Final dividend, $3.50 was declared. Very badly mauled today, unfairly so, I would say, but we'll see. Coronado confirms the ASX that it conducted con- confidential discussions with Arch Resources, their arch enemy, regarding a merger that was no longer in discussions News Corp. Third quarter revenues rose to 7% to a record $2.49 billion compared with the previous year and net income of $104 million. And Baron Joey Capital, the broker backed by Hamish Douglas and the boys at Magellan, has jumped to the top spot for mergers and acquisitions this year following its role advising on the $20 billion bid for Ramsey. Market seems to have forgotten about the $20 billion bid for Ramsey, but I'm sure the boys at Baron Joey haven't. In economic news today, the RBA SOMP, that's the Statement of Monetary Policy, says inflation could exceed its expectations. It's pretty much admitted that it screwed it up and had no idea on inflation and any of their forecasts were so out it's been embarrassing. Um, But they have now said inflation could exceed expectations if workers demand higher wages to compensate for increased living costs. How dare they? now expects wages to increase 3% by the end of next year, 3%, six months earlier than it forecast in February, and reach 3.7% in the forecast period to June 2024. And it is anticipating now CPI to hit 6% by December. So if you can do the numbers, if you're only getting a 3% pay rise and CPI is rising by 6%, you are going backwards. In Asian markets today, China has ordered central government agencies and state bank corporations, state-backed corporations, to replace foreign-branded PCs with domestic alternatives within two years. And Japanese inflation rose at the fastest pace in almost three decades, with a 1.9% rise. That doesn't take into account fresh food either. In European markets tonight, of course, the only game in town is that non-farm payrolls from the U.S., uh, April Reuters poll going for 391,000. March was 431,000. February, big 750,000 there. European markets opening lower, but not too badly mauled. We're also seeing uh, Boeing moving its headquarters to Washington, D.C. from Chicago. And here's an interesting final thought. The U.S. Senate committee has passed a bill called NOPEC. 
This bill has been around for an awful long time and it's hardly likely to get up, but it is a bill that punishes nations that engage in collusion and price gouging in terms of the oil price, hence the name NOPEC, but uh, hardly likely to worry OPEC because they do control all the oil. But that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. May the trading gods be with you tonight. May the non-farm payrolls be pretty much in line. May the volatility settle down. But bear in mind that the US market has gone nowhere while we have been down heavily this week. So maybe we'll see a bounce on Monday. Who knows? But uh, volatility continue. That's it from me today. Have a great weekend.